0: Radio on the Go can go with you anywhere. Download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. Then listen live on your mobile device to 104.9 KLMJ. Radio on the Go.
1: At First Bank Hampton, we are focused on our customers' big dreams. Hi, this is Colleen Mortz. Whether you're planning for retirement, purchasing your first home, or starting a business of your own, Let us help you make those dreams come true. As a community bank, we want to see local people succeed and our communities prosper and grow. If you're ready to pursue your dreams, we're here, ready to help you succeed. First Bank Hampton is an Equal Housing Lender and member
2: FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nestegg.
3: Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is North Butler and Clarksville Superintendent Mark Olmsted as we are going to get an update on the current school year and also talk about the bond vote at North Butler coming up on March 7th. And Mark, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us.
0: Absolutely. Happy Friday.
3: Happy Friday to you. So before we get into the bond vote, just kind of your thoughts on the school year thus far at Clarksville and North Butler here.
0: Uh, We have had a fantastic year. It seems like it's going uh, extremely well and and very fast. We're uh, almost done with February, but things are going well, and we're just blessed to have such great staff and students at both districts and uh, looking forward to March coming up and get through the winter months, and then we'll be into spring, but uh, we've had a great year at both districts.
3: That's very good to hear. So you mentioned getting through March. Obviously, the big talk around North Butler side of things anyway is the bond vote on March 7th. You guys had a bond vote here about a year and a half ago, I believe, September 2021. And that bond issue was to do some major renovations in both Allison and Green. I believe it was almost almost $20 million bond issue. So why did you d- decide to do the vote again? I know the bond issue itself is going to be less than last time. Why did you decide to have another bond vote there in North Butler?
0: Well, uh, Metro our facility needs certainly have not gone away, and as you indicated, uh, the September 21 uh, bond vote was almost $20 million in the bond vote uh, that will be going uh, to the voters on March 7th of this year is considerably lower. It's $12.6 it's, uh, million. But as I mentioned, uh, our facility needs in both our elementary building and junior-senior high building have not gone away, and they need to be addressed. And the things that we are proposing to do with the March 7th bond vote, if it passes, are really things that are needed and, and necessary. And the three themes that we focused on, Mitch, are improving the safety in both buildings, improving the health, Of students and staff in both buildings and then improving a learning environment in both buildings and and I think it's awful hard to argue against those three things. Things that we are proposing to do are practical things, the renovation of our classrooms, making our buildings safer uh, and uh, we feel that our constituents are going to get behind us this time and uh, vote yes and hopefully we'll have a positive outcome on March 7th.
3: What have you and school administrators been doing? Because that bond vote back in September 21, I think, was about 79% no, and obviously you need 60% plus one to pass. What have you guys done differently? Obviously, the first thing is it's a lesser bond issue in terms of the amount of money being spent. What else have you guys done to ensure that you get the 60% plus one vote?
0: Well, absolutely. After the September 21 bond vote uh, did not pass, we sat down with our school board and said, hey, there are some things that we must address. So... Our board has been fantastic, and we have addressed some of the things. For example, we're replacing the outdated boilers at our elementary building that were beyond their lifespan. So we started that process in the spring of uh, last year to address that, and we're in that process now as, as well. And as soon as our heating season is over, we'll be replacing the boilers in our elementary building. So we've already started to address some of the facility needs uh, at the buildings, as example, the boilers and so forth. We've dedicated over $2 million towards that uh, project as well. But as I say, these things that we're proposing in the bond are things that are going to have to be done just to make sure that we continue to renovate and keep our buildings in the shape uh, that they need to be so we can attract new families to our school.
3: Again, we're joined by North Butler and Clarksville superintendent Mark Olmstead talking about the March 7th bond vote there at North Butler and also an update on the current school year before I go back to the bond vote, Mr. Olmstead. What's enrollment like at Clarksville, and North Butler? you see an increase about the same or to go down?
0: Clarksville, we had a slight uh, increase in enrollment uh, this school year at North Butler. We saw a dip this year, and we're hoping that dip was just a one-year dip that will correct itself next year. But we did have the dip at North Butler this year, so we're hoping that was just a a one-year dip. And we're trying to attract new families. Like I said, And this is one way to attract new families is by making sure our facilities and our buildings are kept in good shape, and we're addressing uh, any facility needs. And that's why we really encourage everyone to get out and vote on March
3: 7th. Speaking of the learning environment there, one of the pictures that floated around after the recent rainstorm we had earlier in the week was building in Allison. One of the teachers, at least one of them anyway, had a leaking roof, quite considerably a leaking roof there. This will obviously address kind of those problems there at the Allison facility
0: absolutely just one of the facility needs uh, as you mentioned had to put out buckets in some of our classrooms uh, to collect some of that uh, leaky roof problem. so this facility needs bond will address those problems as well you know the flooring uh, at the elementary the carpeting That's been there for over 30 years, so, you know, I think past due time, put down new flooring, and I think the kids deserve new flooring after having carpet uh, that had been placed there for over 30 years. So lots of things, especially the renovation, the classrooms, you know, on average, there's just two outlets in each of those classrooms. And with uh, kids and technology in their hands today, clearly we need to address that and there's a need for more than two outlets in our classroom, so those are just a couple areas that we need to address. That we think are important for our, our public to understand.
3: And finally, one last question: You mentioned the public. What has community input been like? And how is it differentiated than September of 2021? Is you feel there's more of favor vote this time around since the bond vote will be for as much, and maybe they've learned some more here in the last uh, 18 months?
0: Absolutely, Mitch. You know, when I, the previous bond vote, I was just coming on board uh, into the district. and had only been there a couple of months, so I am really was really trying to catch up. This time, uh, you know, I, I really made a, a decision to get out and visit with as many people as possible. I have stopped in every business in both Allison and Green to visit with those business owners about the bond, provide them information. So my goal is to provide everyone with accurate information and encourage everyone to vote on March 7th. And the feedback, that I've got is very, very positive, Mitch. I feel very good about the outcome on March seventh this year, due to you know the ability to go out and just visit with people and make sure they have accurate information so they can make a decision on March seventh. Anybody that's got questions, I encourage you to either email me or give me a call at the district office, and, and I will either come out buy you a cup of coffee and visit about the questions you might have. We're also going to probably have some community meetings here in about a week, and we'll announce those dates shortly. For anyone that has questions that want to come out, maybe to our facilities and buildings, we'll have a community meeting at both the elementary and the junior-senior high school. So, as I mentioned a minute ago, my goal is to make sure that uh, we answer everyone's questions so on March 7th. They can make an uh, informed vote, and uh, we feel good about it this time. The feedback I've got has been very, very
3: positive. Like he alluded to, March 7th as the vote. Also, more information online on the North Butler Page online, so you can get more information on their website as well with everything involved, including uh, what you know what they're going to be paying for, what the improvements are going to be like. There, at North Butler again. We are talking with North Butler and Clarksville Superintendent Mark Olmstead, talking about the current school year and the bond vote coming up in North Butler on March 7th. And Mark, before i let you go today, anything else you'd like to add?
0: Good luck to all our participants down at the state wrestling tournament. It's a big day, semifinal round today, so we are excited. We've got a couple wrestlers down there participating, so we are excited about that. I wish them the very best.
3: North Butler, Clarksville, home to one of the most famous wrestlers around our area, Chet Bus, last year. And, Mark, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us.
0: You bet. Have a great
3: day. All right, Mark Olmstead here in our First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program.
0: First
2: Bank Hampton's Newsmaker Program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com. Click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio on the Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nestegg.
1: When you buy a car or a house, you may need a loan. Do you know who to turn to for all your lending needs? Hi, this is Colleen Mords at First Bank Hampton. No matter what your financial needs may be, we're always here to help. At First Bank Hampton, we are offering special competitive loan rates with local decision-making and service. Whether you're in the market for a new car, a new RV, or making updates to your home, stop in and visit with us. You can count on us for all your banking needs. First Bank Hampton is an equal housing lender and member FDIC.